This is a slaying moment. everybody welcome to another episode of slaying for me i am your host alexis a mccoy thank you guys so much for coming back every week i am so excited this past week y'all has been a, a ultimate blessing um for me and my family i just been in a great headspace you know you know when you feeling good i don't know if it's because the weather has changed the weather changing mine but um mentally for me i've been um evolving and I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm defining my I am and um, it's been a great journey and I love being able to share my experience. I know um, that I've been you know, walking with you, walking you guys through my mental journey and I told you guys I was doing therapy and I finished my last session session last week Um, and it's been great. You know, my therapist gave me some exercises to be able to help me you know, continue to work through. And I know I'm going to have to re rejoin the, the therapy session um, tribe um, sometime in the future. But for right now, you know, she's given me some tools to help myself define who I am again. And I'm in a redefining stage. Me and my husband were having this conversation earlier <laughs> um, about redefining who we are and um, where we are in a life in life and how God is stretching us and pulling us into all of these different directions. And, you know, he's, um, you know, taking us to a different place in our lives and allowing for us to really experience our full potential. And, uh, you know, I'm on my patience journey, y'all. So, you know, last week, my patience was tried, I ain't gonna lie. And uh, I had a couple of moments, but I was able to like, kind of pull myself back and say Alexis you know the world has so much more going on and you know you know impatience doesn't help improve the world mankind it does not when you're impatient you you know you do irrational things sometimes sometimes impatience is costful because let's be honest it's some people you got to get on them and be like look come on you're doing you're doing it a little too slow it'd be people out here procrastinating but you know sometimes patience means that I always say, remind myself that, uh, you know, impatience sometimes can cause you to brush to get to a place that you're not even supposed to be at right now. And when I think about that, I think in it, I think about that pertaining to driving, right? Because when I'm driving, child, I, let me tell y'all. I can't stand a person that is an inconsiderate driver. I can't stand people that double park in the middle of the road to drop somebody off when there's a parking spot right there that they could have slide on into to let that person out. I can't stand a person that just cut people off. I can't stand people that tailgate. If you, I can't stand people that just make you illegal U-turns in the middle of the street, slow and wrong. I can't stand people that turn from all the way from another lane to turn. No blinker, no nothing. Okay, we just talking about how I feel about these driving folks. But if I didn't calm myself and, you know, I start, you know, people get upset and they zoom past, I could hit someone. Sometimes your patience prevents you from hurting someone else, hurting yourself or preventing you from getting into a situation that you didn't even need to be into. If you just would have just taken your breath, had a little patience. So I always think about that when I'm running late and I'm like, oh, my God, we're running late. God, we're running late. 
I recheck myself and say, you know what? God is making us run late. We are on a delay because God is like, it's something ahead of you that you don't even know that I'm preventing you from running into. It's some traffic that you're going to run into that I know it's going to upset you. It's some confusion up there. It's going to be, it's a train wreck. It, it might be a fire, you know, it might be a person that's, you know, you might accidentally hit someone and that person is crossing the street and because you are in a rush, you might run into them. Sometimes we just have to be patient. So I'm learning that. Um, follow me as I go, go, go. Okay. <laughs> so this week I am joined on the podcast with, in a conversation with my amazing husband, um, Tony Gun- Josie Boy Gonzalez, who is the founder of Painting the Blue. He was on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. I hope you guys listened to the episode, but I wanted to welcome him back because we have really good conversations. Um, and one good conversation that we've been talking about lately is about consistency. It was like, Something that we <laughs> were like in a conversation about pertaining to how people are so ready to be in a situation or they, they, um, in a sense, don't, people don't want to commit to something. They just want things to kind of like happen. So what do you think about that? Is that something that you felt like, do you feel like that's something that's overtaking our world today or <clears throat> lack of consistency? Uh, yeah in the wrong places yeah uh, so here's my thing like a lot of people talk about um getting a job done being booked and busy people talk about but most people only are motivated to work when things are going great yes so it's like if you when only, they got all of the orders right you yeah. made the money it's popping you can go on tiktok you can go on instagram like, yeah watch me pack this order but what happens when those three months when you're not making no money hello are you still working yeah are you know because they'll you know they always say the measure of a man is what's done in the dark right you know, what's done behind closed doors or however it goes but you get what it, i'm saying it's whatever's done in the dark yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. when you when nobody's looking right when nobody's looking that's when you know what i'm saying so like yeah it's cool you got the cameras on you you putting your videos out there you doing all that stuff but like like when that's not happening, are you still working? And and I don't necessarily mean only making whatever you're making. I mean, like, are you working on yourself? You working on yes. your foundation? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people start things with no foundation. And you know what? I think consistency, we were having this conversation. Consistency starts with you first. The you, smallest thing. No. You mentally yeah. being consistent. Yeah. Like, you know, for me, when I started embroidering, I, my commitment mm-hmm. started mental Had to. for me to be able to learn something as tedious. My patience is bad, babe. You know me. I know. Like I, know. I, I be like, um, let's not, let's not do this. But when it came to that, I feel like when you think about consistency, if you think about it from the perspective of like, if I commit in my mind first, I'm going to attack said thing. Mm-hmm. It might not be something that I learn overnight. It might be something that takes me a couple of days. It might take me an hour because, you know, you got some of those freaking nature people like yourself that learn something overnight. <laughs> like, I mean, you can say that as much as you want. It's okay. I'm not going to. I won't blush. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like overnight. Like it's certain things that you. it seems d- overnight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's overnight, bro. I, I, uh, there's no. I, there's, I live with you, husband. Right, go, ahead, go ahead and finish your point because I can definitely tell you why it's not overnight. <laughs> it's No, but it's not. It's not. I'm just joking. But I know. I know. Um, some, you know, even me, I learned how to knit in like. I did, what two days i when i first started in a few hours <laughs> it was a day and a half it was, it was like a day and a half like you learned the mechanics yeah of, of knitting in a day and a half so when i first so 
That's the same thing. Because remember, remember when I started mm-hmm. uh, knitting, I thought I was crocheted, crocheting. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's just. You this. said I got two needles. I was like, needles? You, you knitting? <laughs> Like you taught yourself how to knit in a in a day and a half. I was like, how the fuck did you do that? How the fuck did you do that? I didn't even know that I was I didn't I don't know why I didn't why I didn't think I was crocheting. Yeah, I'm like, no, you was like two needles, two needles. I was like, you're knitting. You like, no, I'm crocheting. I was like, you're knitting, bro. Like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I was showing up knitting my little tail off. And you were like, I was like, man, it's just so hard. And you was like, what? No, this is easy to you because you just like I learned how to knit in a day. Yeah. I sat on my mother's couch to get my mind right. And I was just watching videos and I was like knitting. See, but that goes with the whole everybody makes it seem like it's overnight. I know you say that as a joke. I'm yeah. Like, but like a lot of people think like for myself. Yeah. Because I'm one of those people that could like try something once or twice and just get it. Yeah. Don't mean I'm going to be amazing at it, but like. You're going to have the basics. I'm going to have the basics. Right. And the only reason I can do that is because of how long I've been consistent with learning whatever I know. And just, like you said, it starts with your mind. In, 2000, in 2011, I worked at Urban Outfitters. Uh-huh. Well, I started in like 2010 around that time, but I got fired around like 2011. I was, of course, painting, obviously, but I had kind of find, found the early stages of my style. Okay. My line so i got fired and i was like all right cool i'm just about to get up back on unemployment and i'm about to just paint my life away right but because i had this thing i was like all right i really wanted to i wanted to be distinct i wanted to be original i wanted to be and i, and I understand you want to have your own individual wanna, style right yeah. so i was like all right i can do this i was like i said i'm taking this whole summer to only do line work oh, i was wow. like because i want my lines to look screen printed I want people to walk up on them and think like it's a uh, painting, right? It's a painting, but I want you to think it's a print. picture, a picture. Right? Yeah, that's so. What I'm my say. thing is like Ke- Lee Keonia is one one of the um the biggest uh, graffiti legends ever. Um, he says a great painting it looks great from far away and, and up, up close. close. Yes, and that that was a big deal for me. It's like I don't I can see the mistakes. I don't want you to see the mistakes. It's so funny that you say that because you told me what one of your <clears throat> one of your flaws is. What. I'm not, gonna, I'm not fine. gonna say it. Oh, okay. I'm not gonna I, say now it. I wanna know. You gotta no, tell me. No, I'm gonna tell you off the, off the air. Okay. But you okay. told me what one of your flaws is. You notice it every time? And like now, I'm looking at the paintings that we have on the wall because, you know, my husband has given me paintings. Before, before you say, is it the off to the. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so my husband has been giving me paintings before we even started becoming husband and wife. Like I've been a fan of his work before we even started dating. Like I was a fan. Well, that's how you found out about it. Yeah. And, uh, so if you come to our home, we have plenty of paintings, including a painting that somebody made for us. Shout out to my niece, Jasmine, that made a painting for us for our wedding. But, um, and that's posted somewhere. And then, you know, when we have kids, we'll have the horrible Mm. artwork. Well, our kids might probably not have horrible. Our kids are going to be great. (laughs) Horrible artwork. (laughs) But if they have a little scribble that look like a curse of line, we putting it up. But, um, that's so funny that you say that because, when I'm looking at, when I look at your stuff now the, to see the flaws, but you one can see thing, my tell. Yeah, yeah. One thing that I will say is that you can tell the technique in your work. You can tell the detail and to see you transition from paintings to bags. It's such like mind blowing experience because, I appreciate that. um, I remember, I remember we didn't even go on the first date. 
We, I have we, like eventually a, we did. No, oh, you mean like in the beginning, like a real first date. Okay, like we we first no, we when we first out. hung out we like by ourselves, out. we weren't even dating. We were just friends. Yeah, we just hung out, and we went to um, Chevy's on um, 40, 42nd. 42nd. It's closed down. Rest in peace to the, the, the guacamole finger guy. But anyway, so, oh <laughs> so we went to Chevy's and we had a drink and he was drawing and I was like, videotape, which is what I do. Mm-hmm. I always record you. You're I'm like your documentarian. I'm your documentarian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm videoing it and I saw a video. It like came up in my stories because it's in my phone. This is four years. No, five. Four years ago. Five. five five yeah because we weren't dating yet five yeah years ago. Yep, five, five years, years ago. ago yeah and um it came up in my story and it's just like the detailing and how you do things it's so it, in the you can tell you were so consistent with your line work in the drawing mm-hmm. i reposted it and it got like thousands of views people was like damn this is amazing i was like yeah because it shocked me that was a video from five years ago and you're you're still crisp and detailed and consistent with whatever you do. Whatever you do, it has to be, you you know, you have to be an expert at it. And I think that's a beautiful thing. It's a it's about putting your 10,000 hours in. Like, the people lose that. It's the art of, like, there's a book by Robert Greene. He wrote the um, 40 Laws of Power. Mm-hmm. It's called um, the, the Art of Mastery. Mm-hmm. I, I, I. I advised I everybody read the who book, can yeah. read it to read it. I was already on that journey before I even read the book, but the book like kind of just put more in my head because I didn't read it till I was like in my late twenties. Yeah. Um. No, I was already thirty because I was reading it when I met you. Yeah. Yeah, I was already yeah. It's so, on the shelf, huh? It's on the shelf. It's on the shelf. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, but so my thing is like I always believed in being as great as I possibly could. Like I needed to be, and it's not even about being the best to everybody else it's, the, it's about bettering the, me yeah so like cool i told like I, going back to the story in 2011 i told myself i'm only making my line work yeah like, i didn't have any other subjects besides just lines i was making pictures of just lines in different colors and like yeah. and and it got to the point where like i got so good at it that i can in my mind i could do it in my sleep whatever you're good at you should be able to do in your sleep yeah absolutely that's, what, that's because i dedicated all that time to, you know mentally i told myself i was gonna do it and then i did it. Out. I did it so yeah. when when people like right now consistency to a lot of people is creating content and just putting videos up like okay cool you you start a schedule but then you become a slave to just the content and a lot of people start creating for content instead of creating content Except out for, of what they create yes. and it's like you can't just make things for the sake of having a video because then you're stuck I feel like once you think about your mental what's your mental is consistent with something mm-hmm. you do it because it brings you joy it has to it has, it to. Has, to. It has to when I create when i'm when i'm writing i'm in the process of writing a script mm-hmm. or whatever when i tell you i am so obsessed with the process of mm-hmm. me writing this script like you know i come home and like i eat dinner and i'm talking to you about the script and i'll be like i got to go write because mm-hmm. i'm inspired mm-hmm. i haven't been inspired in a long time guys mm-hmm. like my writing me writing a script I wouldn't say I've been telling people I'm in writer's block. I just been in a block of mine. But there, there's a process even behind that. Right. There's a process I haven't behind been in, the process. I haven't been in writer's block. I've been a block. I've been blocking my own mind off because I've been dealing with other things that I have to unpack within myself. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, I was writing short stories for a little bit. Go to Love is Enough Productions, um, Love is Enough Productions.com. I have a short, a blog with all of the short stories. I was mm-hmm. doing that trilogy for a little <clears throat> bit to kind of like work my writing muscle until I wrote a script. So my whole goal when I first started, when I first started off as a playwright, before I even got into screenwriting, I was obsessed with Shakespeare. Cause I studied the craft when I was in, in, as an undergraduate. And then I studied when I was in high school and I was like, I want to be the female Shakespeare. Shakespeare's work has been around for centuries. Mm-hmm. I want to be the female Shakespeare. And I remember telling my professor that she was like, wait, lady. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. I said, what's interesting about that? I'm about to be the female Shakespeare. My work is going to live on for centuries. I'm going to be like Austin, August Wilson. I'm going to be like Lorraine has. I'm going to be like all of those people. But I'm going to be the feet because Shakespeare, everybody does Shakespeare. I want to be the female version of Shakespeare. I want everybody to read my plays and read my monologues. You want yourself to live forever. I want it to live forever. You want to hear something funny? What? I don't think I ever told you. I didn't. I've never told you this. What? It's just so interesting. You said that's what you wanted to do about Shakespeare. And people would. uh, I set up this thing to myself, like this goal I had of making a certain amount of paintings a year. Um, I told myself 100 paintings a year. But somebody was like, why why do you want to do that? I said, Picasso died with over 9,000 paintings, if I'm not mistaken. Basquiat died with over 1,000 paintings, drawings and paintings. In between that, there's nobody touching either one of them. I want that. Ooh. <laughs> so that's when I was painting, I said, I want that. And of course, if somebody has more um, facts on that to prove me wrong, that's fine. But whatever that in between is, you want to be the in between. I want that. If, whatever, if there's a one in the three, I want that too. Yeah. But I'm still going to be the one in my time. Right. You know, but then um, it's just interesting you say that. No, I want to be the female version of Shakespeare. I told, it's so funny. I was having a conversation with my mom. Um, I think it was like a couple of months ago. I said, what haven't I done yet? And she was, I was like, one thing that I have not done is I have not seen my name on the kiosk on, on Broadway. Um, what's the, what's the, what's the word? The marquee. Marquee. Yeah. Marquee. There you go. I haven't seen it on the marquee mm-hmm. on Broadway. And my mom was Everybody like. Everybody have a name they kid marquee? <laughs> yeah. It's kids yeah. out there named marquee. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she was like. Well, you always said you wanted to be on Broadway. I said, we thought I would get there as an actor. I'm not getting there as an actor. something bigger than that. I'm not getting there as an actor. I My plays are going to be on Broadway, and my name is going to be on the marquee. I believe that. Um, And I was like, I don't care how long it takes me to get there. I'm going to be the female version of Shakespeare, and I'm going to be on Broadway. And I think it starts with mental. It, it all starts not, mental. not thinking, but I know that it starts with my mental. I know that it, it does. does. Eric Eric Thomas always talks about, um, and it's cool to look for motivation. There's nothing wrong with motivation, right, no. But eventually, execution has to come into your life. Oh yeah, like, hallelujah. Like I lived with Eric Thomas's everything since 2014. Yeah, when I tell he's you, this a power. He's huge, a powerhouse. Huge inspiration. To yeah. Me. And when people would be like, "Oh, you ever listen to Eric Thomas?" I'm like, "Bro, I'm deep." Yeah, <laughs> I'm deep. that's my brother. I, that's my cousin. I know him. Right. Oh, we all that, like when I, the day I meet that man, that's deep. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, it got to a point where like I watch him for just a little reassurance. Yeah. But I I don't need him motivation every single day. Yeah. I don't need that anymore. Execution is where my life has been in the past few years. Yeah. And I'm I am an executor. 
you know, but so my, my thing is like when people talk about consistency, right? You got to ask yourself, what does your consistency look like? Because Ooh. now, because now with the, the advent of social media, the first thing we do is, and people always it's do posting. This, that. And for inspiration, we're looking at everybody Adios, else's yeah. stuff. So now you compare your work ethic to somebody else's. I'm going to be real with you. It, it looks like it, as long as I've had a job, right? When mm. I, it, through my twenties going into my thirties, when I was heavily just doing live painting, every, there was a, a stretch where I didn't have jobs and I was only living off my paintings or whatever. Very fucking hard, but I, you know, you made it work. what I want to do. I made it right. work. But the times when I had to have a job, nobody knew I had a job because I was doing shit all fucking day. Yeah. Like people like when I would tell somebody, Oh, we got to meet. I'm like, yeah, I'll meet you at three o'clock. I'm getting off at three o'clock. You got a job? I'm like, yeah, y'all really thought you was doing this full time. Why? Because my work ethic is different from yours. Yeah, right. So it's like, you can be doing this all day and I'll still do more than you. And that all starts with my mental. You know what? I always feel like this. I always tell people, I say, you know, I work my job. That's the job. That's just a job. That my is your career, career is my career. Yeah, that's I was like, side hustle. and people can have both. You can do both. If you want, I have a girlfriend. Shout out to my girlfriend, Danae Hill. Um, she's yeah, an actor mm-hmm. and she wants to take over the tech world. Yeah, she's she doing both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She doing both. She on Broadway, she was on Broadway and she was working her tech job. She's living her life on her own terms. She, right. That is what she wanted. Mm-hmm. She, not everybody. And let's be all the way. Let's be clear. Let's keep it clear, clear. 100. Not everybody wants to be an influencer. Not everybody right. wants to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody wants to, you know, um, be a content creator, be a content creator. Not everybody wants to be a stay at home mom. Not everybody wants to be somebody that's kept. Not everybody. Forget what the internet's telling you. Everybody doesn't want the same right. thing. Right. Everybody, everybody can do both. You can do both things if that's what you want to do. It's all about your consistency. Mm-hmm. I personally don't want to do both. I want to do one of my shit. And, it's not, and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> and if I have to look, but this is, a, this is what we're about to go into. If I have to, I will. If I have to work my job to find my dream. You're willing. I'm going to do what I got to do. But the, see, and right there is where people lose their consistency. They think because they have to have a side hustle, I'm not going to call it a job. I'm calling it a side hustle. Yeah. They think because they have to have a full-time side hustle, that that is going to ruin the dream. And ruin the, the dream. dream. No, that should fuel you even more. And don't, and, and I'm, you know me, I'm big on time. You yeah. know I'm big on time because like God knows how much time we even have on this earth. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I also make sure I try to enjoy life, you know, but um, I don't care if I was working nine to nine yeah if i was working nine to nine i'm gonna take an hour i'm gonna take an hour and a half to do something these seven days a week if i gotta do seven days six days because then one day gotta be uh dedicated to you it gotta be for you my rest day is is you like it's just us yeah i gotta be my rest day but um shout to uh darlene d limone d D malone because i thought the same thing (laughs) my girl d D malone she said what do you do on your rest days i was like i'm with my wife we just watch movies yeah but um but you know i think i think the beauty about us is that um we love our work so much and we are fans of one another i can say that you're a fan of me i'm a fan of you yeah, yeah i'm a fan of you I'm too a fan of you. Yeah. but yeah. i mean i kind of like spoke that without saying that because i've never heard you say that i always say that i'm a fan of you I'm, you I, say I, you I, I, I you appreciate you love what i do yeah, but I i've never you. you know 
I, I guess that's saying appreciation. I know you he- hear that, but I, I, feel, I enjoy what you do. I feel like fan is like when you say you're a fan of somebody that's close to you. You're like, damn, I'm following you wherever the fuck you go. What? Well, but like, you know, you know what it is. It is. It is your wording. I respect that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't even. I very rarely use that word for other like artists and creators like i'm a fan yeah like, I, if i like your shit i'm watching it i'm reading it I'm yeah like, I, 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 I show in you. action i interact with what you do so pardon my language guys when i'm talking to my husband i'm very candid with my language but this is just me sometimes i do f-bombs and you should never apologize for being human <laughs> i know sometimes i do f-bombs sometimes i i majority of the time i don't cuss but when i'm having a candid conversation with my husband so i just like to put that as a not a disclaimer, but just for people that are not used to me saying aggressive language in this, you, you in this way. Be, you can't be a Bratz doll for the rest of your life. Like, you know, <laughs> I'm just not wholesome. a Bratz. You're just, I'm saying I'm you're, not just, a- you're not this wholesome, big-eyed thing. Like, <laughs> you, you know, but yeah. I am wholesome, and I do have but, big eyes. But, but you're not all day. I'm not a dial. Right. I'm not a dial. Exactly. But, so the thing is, and I'm sorry if I cut, did I cut you off. No, 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 no. So now when we talk, when we talk, when we talk about people being consistent, like, like you said, first it starts with mental. Yeah. Then you have to have a foundation, like a passion yeah so now you live with that passion for a very long time right you start trying to see it out or whatever eventually for that for that passion to grow you have to become obsessed with what you do yeah you have to be like i'm talking and i'm not talking about like it has to take over your life in a healthy way right i'm not saying like just drown yourself out and never speak to anybody now don't get me wrong i like to call sometimes it, you got to do a, a season of isolation yourself. yeah i like to call it do the five five beats a day for three summers the, the kanye thing you know like you got to separate yourself sometimes you got to which as hard as it is to say this and as damaging as it was i thank god for covid19 i thank god for the lockdown of 2020 um, not because we lost people and that's sad. That's very right. sad for me. I, you know, humanity, I care about it, but I thank God that God, that he isolated a lot of us mm-hmm. because a lot of us needed a sit down season. A lot Ooh, of us needed an isolation season. A lot come of us on, needed Deacon. to sit around and believe in ourselves and yes. see our dreams through without anybody else's approval. We needed that time. And a lot of us needed to redefine ourselves yeah. Yeah. because a lot of people are going through mental health issues now they're aware of it they're aware of it now mm-hmm. and they were like procrastinate they were not procrastinated but um they were perpetrating oh who they were perpetrating right. who they were right. so if we the if, perpetration that shit is real. see yeah a lot of people realize you had to look in the mirror and it's yes, like oh my god that's this not what me. i'm supposed to be doing that's not even who i was one thing i was so aware of and i think i thank god for my passion and obsession i'm so thankful for that one thing I was always aware of, even when I was, was painting actively, I always said it's deeper than painting. I, yeah. I knew what I was doing was deeper than painting. I didn't know I was going to be here. <laughs> I didn't know I was going to be here. You know what? Um, one thing that I, you know, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm glad that you made the statement about healthy obsession. It has to be a healthy obsession. Has with your work. Has to be. Because one thing that I've been struggling with, I've been... I've been creating for so long. I've been mm-hmm. an artist since I was in high school, sophomore. When I was discovered, when I discovered the performing arts. When the bug like, caught you? Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, ooh, this me. I'm out here. That this was is, me when I was 10. This, this, this defines who I am. This is me. Mm-hmm. I if you see If you see performing arts or you see artists performing arts that's you that's me Mm -hmm. we in the same boat Mm -hmm. you cannot detach the both of us Mm -hmm. but it's not me it's what i do it's not it's not you as a human right that's a person i was defining myself within my art Mm 
Mm-hmm. You know, oh, what am I without being an artist? Mm-hmm. I'm a Lexus. Yeah. With, with- it, you know, so my obsession, sorry to cut you off. No, no, no. My obsession was this. I, I can't breathe without this thing. I cannot live without this thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't be without this thing. It's a thing at the end of the day. It is. It and is. it's so funny because my therapist had to like, she said, you have to detach mm-hmm. yourself from this thing that can change mm-hmm. and evolve. Then you can evolve from it mm-hmm. and it can go away. You know, if I lose my hands today, how am I going to write? I can speak. If I lose my voice, how am I going to, you know, be able to recite what I'm saying? I can write, you know, that thing. You're multifaceted. Right. You're multifaceted. Without either one of those things, I still can still do that said thing. Your purpose. Right. You can fulfill your purpose. Because our purpose is always deep in the world. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, and I remember breaking down and I was like, this is, this is, this has been me. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't, I didn't have a voice mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. I became an artist. So, so you thought. Right. Mm-hmm. So now as I redefine my, I am, I realize mm-hmm. that my obsession with my art was unhealthy mm-hmm. because I was depending on it for Pete. That's how you knew people were going to know you through right. what you did. Right. And people knew me mm-hmm. for what I did, but they also know me for my smile. They know me for my eyes. They yeah. know me for my personality. Exactly. They know me for how I treat people. Exactly. They know me for so many different things, but to me, in your head, this is what you had to offer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's so deep when you think about it from that perspective. It was an unhealthy obsession. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that you said that because we all get to a point where this defines me. People are going to know who I am because I created this said thing. Mm-hmm. Where in reality, it's not- you're making it about, look, you're making it about you. There you go. It's And this is, this is my issue with social media. Yeah. People get on social media and it's like, okay. Now, because I'm posting this, I'm this thing, right? And like, it's like when people lose their pages, you know. Yeah. Granted, when you do business and your page gets hacked, oh, yes. that shit is scary as hell. It scares me all the time. I had to put on the two factor um, authentication thing just to be safe. Yeah, shout out to her collectively. If you have not followed them, go yeah. ahead and follow them because they definitely she um she got caught. She got Shana Brown bullshit, who is the founder of her collectively. Her um, page got hacked and she has to rebuild her following. So if you, you have not followed her, go follow her. Please, fucking Please. scammers. Scum of the earth. But yeah, so for, for me, it's like, you know, we get on social media and like you now have a title under your name. Right. So now, and this is why I always told people like, they're like, oh, you're I'm like, I never claim to be a painter. I paint very well. I'm great yeah. at it, but I'm always an artist. Artists are fluid. Yeah. I'm multifaceted. I'm not a painter. I'm not like, I even have a problem with saying I'm a designer. Right. Like, it's so funny that you say that because I don't give a fuck about Instagram. I don't give a fuck about social media. That's fine. Yeah. I want people to know me when I walk into a room full of people I ain't worried about the numbers. Also, and that's probably my downfall as an artist. Because it is a game to play. It is a game to play. But let me tell you what I don't care about. I want you. I want to be in the room and people, they ain't never seen my Instagram. They saw my work and they like, oh, 
That's Alexis. See, and 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 this is and, all right. And I'm gonna tell you something. Let me just let me finish because <laughs> you said something interesting. So my thing is with and this happens to me as I get older. But anyway, uh, sticking with the original point is gonna go to what I'm saying. People get on social media and you define yourself now. Yeah, this thing. But then I always say, if Instagram deleted tomorrow, where would you be? I'd be Bro, writing my ass off. Like it's it, it, if if you lost whatever you think you built, right? Right. Can you get it back? Yes. Who like I'm not asking you, but I know oh. you will. I'm not asking you. This is all rhetorical. <laughs> Whoever's listening to this, you know, I want them to really think right. about this. If you lost it all tomorrow, like I've seen people play football and lose the um, movement in their arms. Or become paralyzed. Yeah. They now fall into deep depressions. Shout out to Inky, Inky Johnson, one of the biggest inspirations I've, I've seen. He was a, oh, about to be a top five pick in the draft. Three games left. He got hit. His right arm became paralyzed. Oh, no. He's now a motivational speaker, but God had a bigger plan for him. Yes. He was relying on football to get his family out the hood. Right. Now he's doing more than he ever did what he did in the, the NFL. Football. Yeah. So, so my thing is, like, you get on this social media platform now, and now you define yourself. You put that title on you now, yeah. right? And um, so now when you decide to branch out and grow because all artists grow, yeah. people now, there's pushback because you define yourself as this one thing right and like you are and i'm not saying do everything under the sun you do not want to be whatever everybody says that jack of all trades is bullshit you can't do i mean everything. you can but you, you don't can. need to advertise it all at the same time What's the point? right right you know what i'm saying so <laughs> what are we supposed but, um, to be following you know we now define ourselves like one thing i always made made sure of like uh my ego got the best of me for a good while after yeah. a while because i knew how good i was at stuff yeah you know and god will sit you down on that one he'll definitely sit you down on that one you know but i i was thank god i caught it i caught right. it you know but um I was I was lucky enough to like while I was painting and all that stuff like I did a, a um open mic I was with an open mic group mm-hmm. um and while I was painting I did a lot of painting for them while I was, I was like man I want to host one of the events I was like I want to host a night mm-hmm. like I don't want I don't want to paint I want to host a night and um they're like really and I was like yeah let me let me host like I knew I could do it I was like yeah. let me host I hosted like three or four at a time or like three or four whatever and um then like the second half of the night I would paint or whatever when I hosted more people came and I'm I'm not trying to like pat myself on the back but like I knew I had something else to offer okay, so I tried it I stepped out I tried it yeah because I knew I had something to offer like when people meet me now I don't leave with what I do I leave with me and they're like so what do you do I do this then they see my page and it's like oh you're good I'm like bro I'm not leading with that I'm leading with this yeah I mean and that's important that is important I think that's like I feel like you're my shield when it comes to stuff like that because I I mode I uh, I uh advertise everybody else around me before I advertise myself you do you do um because I don't want I, I don't like when people ask me the question, what are you working on? Or what are you doing? That, and they'd be like, nobody asks artists that. Look, please. let me tell you something. I'm doing consistency. Whatever the hell I feel like I'm on, on a wave for, I'm on that wave. Mm-hmm. I'm not on a wave. I'm not on a wave. I'm definitely, I'm definitely one of them artists like, uh, you know, that's sensitive about your shit. I don't, I'm going to flip that and say, I don't give a fuck about a lot of shit. <laughs> like, I'm going to be honest because I don't, I don't really, I hop on trends. If I'm on the trend, I'm on the trend. And if I'm not, I'm not, it, it doesn't phase me or make or break me. Shout mm-hmm. out to my friend, Stephen McCoy, yeah, who is the first Mr. Disney himself. Yes. The, the first, the first and the only, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, Stephen, you can shout me out on this or whatever, but I think he's the first 
um, legally blind black journalist in the country. I think so. Yes, I, I think he, I think he is. I think they, if, the, if if not the first one of, yeah, yeah I, he got an award for it. I don't, don't quote me on it, but I think no, quote me on it, but go to his correct page. Me correct wrong. me if I'm wrong, but you can um go to Ask Stevens um page and you can you can check, check it out. But out, he's one of out. the first legally blind journalists, black journalists, um, male black journalists. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were having a conversation about that and mm-hmm. we were talking about how we are okay with social media, but it does not make or break the mission. Nope. It can't. And that's it how can't. I feel. It that's how, really how I feel. My consistency is going to be, I'm going to be consistent regardless of if Facebook, Instagram or Twitter shut down. I'm going to be consistent because I know, I know how to reach people without social media i know how to access people without that i know how to get the word out without that you know i'm not i'm not only prone to communicating through with people through dm or messenger sometimes that's our form of communication because we can't access people physically there's more more. Mm -hmm. and you know my consistency goes beyond what you see and i believe in you know you know stuff everything Everything does not have to be advertised on social media. I like to, you know, I believe in the move in silence. I, I believe in the Beyonce drop. I Eliminate mean, Beyonce drop. I mean, well, you know, we, we can't, we can't. I agree, but we can't act like, you know, some people have more of a privilege on that side. than They others. do. They do. Um, so, all right. So you got. You know, I, I guess the, the, the to kind of not because we're not, you're not finished, but um I guess to like get it from a point A to point B to like to, to finish a thought on consistency. So like what you say, you'll start with your thought process. Right. You start with your thought process. Then you build a passion for what you do. Thought process, vision, vision, vision. I'll say vision and passion. Yeah. Almost, almost. And they're not the same. They're not the same. Because you can start with the thought and not have the got, vision. Right. You but make sure whatever vision you have, you have a passion for right. it. Right. Then that has to become a healthy obsession. Next, that's the work. Is the work. You know what I'm saying? So it, people always ask, how can you become more consistent? Right? They always ask me, like, they right. watch my work and they're like, how can you get that? I'm like, bro, it's like somebody who has all the muscles. That didn't come in three months. No. That's years. And you have to take your your consistency. It's like working out. Mm-hmm. It strides. Like since I've had my surgery, for those of you that didn't know, I had hernia surgery earlier at the beginning in of the Feb- year. February. February. February, yeah. February sixteenth. Um it's been me going to the gym mm-hmm. stressed. <laughs> like you talking about somebody stressed because my workout regimen different mm-hmm. before I started. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like different. Like I'm running, I'm squatting all mm-hmm. of these weights. I'm like lunging. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I mean, I mean like my, my workout regimen was like intense, mm-hmm. not intense in a fact where I'm like out here, like, squatting no, 25 it was, <laughs> it was like it was I, I mean i was in i you know i i take my 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 body serious you put working i do yeah. and to not be able to run or mm-hmm. bike or cycle it'll humble you real quick or lift like i was i was lifting five pound weights for two months mm-hmm. i just moved to 10 pound weights i just started lifting legs i just started jogging last week like and I would come home and be like, oh, I don't feel like I done nothing. I don't feel like I did Not anything. Not realizing that like every little increment 
has helped. It's mm-hmm. improved. Like my back is different. Your, your form is for di- things are yeah. better. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's the consistency. It starts with little things. Like if you say, you know, I'm gonna start mentally, I'm gonna start making sure that I research. That's mental. I'm gonna Google something every day. That's mental. Every day. I want to learn how to build a chair. Every day, I'm gonna research on how to build a chair. You can I'm gonna watch YouTube videos. That's mental. Y'all see, and and what you right there, that right there, you can build consistency without even touching anything. Right. Just use your phone first, and it sounds very intimidating to a lot of people because there's a, I don't want to make a mistake. You got to be willing to fuck up. Yeah. Like I'm gonna be yo. I'm going to tell y'all right now, when I started leather crafting, that in 20, 2019, I started leather crafting. The amount of, of course, I started with vinyl. I ain't even Sorry, touch it. It's okay. <laughs> I started with vinyl at first. I didn't touch leather right directly at first. But the amount of, I won't even say wasted, the amount of lessons I learned from just like step yeah. by step by yeah. step. But the very first hide I, I purchased, I can't even tell you where all of it went. Yeah. <laughs> I, it I didn't make it. Any, money. It was, it, 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 it was a lesson. So I won't even say waste, but like I, because I know what I can do with it now. No, it technically wasn't a waste of money. Cause it was you. It was stretched pretty far. For, well, yeah. 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 So, you know, but it's like, I, I, I went and went and went and because I knew what I wanted to do. I knew where right. I wanted to go. And it's like, you, you, you have to, you have to want. Yes. You have to want like you can and not want to be like somebody else. You have to want what you want. Like we get on and yeah. this, this is and you know, shout out to anybody who does like crafting, whatever, things of that nature. Like I'm not hating on anybody. But like a lot of people look at these videos and they're like, I can do that too. Without and not even I have a passion for it, is I can do that too. There's mm-hmm. a difference. If I like home decor, right? I already have a love for home decor. Like I love pillows and things of that nature, but I want my own stuff. Right. You know? I now may have the itch to like, oh, I think I can make my own pillows. That's different because there's already a seed planted there. Right. Not like I rollerblade for a living and I'm like, man, I think I want to make shoelaces. <laughs> That's random. That's random because <laughs> it, it didn't feed a need for something for me first. You and know? don't let your consistency be based off of monetary. I mean, that is a word for the people in the back. Because as soon as, because I'm going to be real with you, I'm on Reels bonuses, right? And, and, and I get paid for Reels now. You know, but like, I'm not out here making millions and millions of views yet. So don't, don't come so, for us. Right. Right. Exactly. I'm not out like, <laughs> just look at the videos. Just know there'd be $15 <laughs> in my account. I appreciate it. But, um, you know, a program like that benefits the platform more than it does us. Right. Cause now you live your life for social media posting to try to make a few right. dollars. Don't get caught up in that. Do don't not be get a slave to that. the trade. Don't be. So like I said, you know, create to invite your content into your creation don't create for the sake of content yes you know what i'm saying like invite that into that so but um i'm gonna leave it at that that. (laughs) if if i just if if i can just give one last word okay go ahead you know um if i personally if i can just give one last word i will tell everybody if you want to build consistency make sure whatever it is you're doing even if it's your first time doing it tell yourself that you can you gonna mess up. That's mm-hmm. fine. It's okay. You're gonna mess up, but tell yourself that you can start there and don't invite it. This is a big one. Do not invite a lot of people into what you're starting. 
Oh, yes. That is the number one thing because most people, 90 something percent of people will ask you, why are you doing that? You never did that before. Why you want to do that? You good at this. Why you want to try that? Don't do that. You might mess up. You might mess up. You might fail. You might do, do not. If, when you start something, whether it be you wanting to go to the gym, whether it be you wanting to learn how to cook, whether it be you wanting to be a better something, when you start your journey into consistency, do not invite people into it everybody can be included everybody can you be know included. what i feel like and that's even the people you love yeah i feel mm-hmm. like when we think about consistency and inviting people mm-hmm. think about the equally yoked mm-hmm. concept when you think about equally being equally yoked it means that like-minded people that are together you guys might not have the same mission. You might not have the same, want the same results, but like-minded means that we are coming together and we have a similar goal. So when me and my husband got together, shout out to him. Thank him so much for coming on the show. Um, and joining the consistency conversation. It was my pleasure. <laughs> um, when you think of when me and him got together, when we first decided we were going to move in together, we, made a goal we was like are you ready because we we moved in together before we even got engaged and all of that but we were together for we were together for two years before i believe and uh we sat and had a conversation is this something that you want to do i never he never lived with nobody else i never lived i we never done that so when we made the decision to move in together, we had to have a conversation to see if we were like-minded. Of course, he has his goals and I have my goals, but do we have similar, are we on the same road? And do we have same goals? Do we have the same morals, same ethics of how we're going to get to where we're going to get to? And do we, do we understand the consistency that comes with that? When you link in with anybody, work, relationship, friendship, you know, any form of ship or situation you have to be equally yoked with that person are we on the same page are we going on the same road are we you know are we going in the same direction are we able to understand the direction that we both want to go into because if we do not then people are going to challenge that they're going to go against that and you know that's gonna lack consistency now you're picking up somebody else's consistency and yours because now you've partnered with this person and you come together so i just wanted to have that conversation me and my husband have great conversations and these conversations are going to happen more on the podcast he will be back again um to chat with us and join the conversation because i feel like Sometimes it's good to have um, different perspectives on different topics. And I love having great conversations with people that I love and people that just bring great things to the table. And we always have great conversations within our home that I wanted to share with you guys on this platform. This is a motivational safe space. So, you know, everything that we said is our perspective, is our opinion. So, you know, if it's something that you felt that we could have added i would love to hear from you i would love to hear what you have to say and what your take is on consistency um i want to thank you guys so much for listening every every week don't forget to follow us listen to us on spotify apple music um apple Poc- apple music amazon music and rageworksnetwork.com shout out to them shout out to rich and everybody listen to all of the episodes and don't forget to follow me your host alexis a mccoy at uh alana fuss a l o 
A-L-O-N-A-F-U-S-S on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And don't forget to follow J- Tony Josie's boy Gonzalez at an underscore painted in blue. That's P-A-N painted. P-A-I-N-T-E-D-I-N-B-U-L-B-L-U-E. Painting in Blue. I, I got it. I got it. Um, Painting in Blue, or, or you can follow him at Josie's Boy. And I'll have all of that information down at the bottom. But thank you guys so much. And don't forget that slang for you is the best lifestyle to live. Have a good day. Bye.